We got my man Casey Pizzaia in the house from the Virginia Game Day broadcast. We're going to talk some UVA basketball. We're also going to talk some Virginia baseball. Big game tonight, though. Is UVA ready to break out of this slump? You are Locked On Virginia, your daily podcast on the Virginia Cavaliers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good day, viewers and listeners. I am your host, Big Law Lawrence Johnson, and welcome to the Locked On Virginia Cavaliers podcast, the love podcast. You know, Virginia is for lovers, so Locked On Virginia, L-O-V. All right. We are in the building. Thank you for making uh, us your first listen today, and thank you for allowing us to give you your Wahoo Freaks every day. Uh, This is part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and of course, my partner in crime, my man Casey Pazaya. Going on, brother. What's happening, man? He covered a game the other day. Just uh just the beginning of great things to come. We're gonna go to Omaha. <laughs> we're gonna Yeah, we're hopefully gonna, that's, we, that's the plan. Look, look, brother, we're gonna speak this into existence right now. You know, we look we look we, we may wind up going to a basketball event, you know, depending on how we can kick it together, put it together. And we got spring coming up, spring game, so yeah, a lot of things coming up, but the date is two, 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 three. So uh, great numbers there all over. But my man Casey, you know, let's get this thing rocking. But before I get it going, let me give you our title sponsor. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com forward slash Locked On today to get started. So my man Casey, how are you doing today, brother? Let's let's uh, jump in. How are you feeling? Good man, Law. Thanks for having me on. As all Virginia fans know, this is a very important game. It may not seem like one on the surface uh, with with Boston College tonight, but as you mentioned, Virginia's coming off two pretty uninspiring victories here. And you know, I kind of went on a rant on my own podcast about how wins are wins and winning is hard and winning in the conference is difficult. So the fan base should be happy that we're winning and stop, you know saying that the the clouds are falling but with that said a week has passed i think we gave them i cut them a little bit of slack for those two games now they got to go into uh, chestnut hill and win a game against boston college and i'd like to see him win it by you know 8 10 12 13 15 like a, a nice win i don't want any boston college with a chance to win it in the last shot yeah <laughs> you know? tired and tired like, of nail biters man yeah. tired of nail biters man well, you know we, we're in a position, I think, to really, you know, take take hold of the ACC. You know, we're, yeah. we're leading, but we're only half a game up. The teams that are right behind us have tiebreakers over us. You know, That's so right. we need to do better, as they would say, do better. <laughs> we need to do better, better right now. And we got to figure out, uh, I guess, what Tony would do. I guess, you know, what would Tony do? Yeah, I would say <laughs> WWTD. Yeah, what what would Tony do? <laughs> I always say in Tony we trust. That's there my you line. Go. In Tony we trust. So that's right. Know, he he knows that it hasn't been great uh, last week in, in those games. So I think that with well coached teams, 
and good teams they respond after kind of laying eggs and even though they won it was a little bit of an under uh underachievement there so i think they will come out strong tonight and uh you know but in coaches minds they just want to win right you never mm-hmm. hear a coach before a game say all right guys let's win by 10 tonight you never hear that it's like a win's a win and and, and that's that's it but uh, i think they they got to come out and and handle business uh for that BC game, were you in the building for that game? Yes, I was. And, you know, their center, Quentin Post, he was kind of giving them the business early. Man, picking, what do you have, 15, 17 in the first half? Early. Yeah. Early. Scored 10 in a row, but, 10 points in a row. But that was uh, that was an interesting game, right? Because we were coming off, uh, in that game, we were coming off Caden having not really played that much uh, at all. He had played three minutes the game before against Wake Forest. Uh, didn't play at all against Virginia Tech, I believe. So, I mean, he came in against Boston College and really gave them a lift in guarding uh, post. He gave us, you know, 15 strong minutes. So that's what I remember from that first game. I, I remember Caden kind of coming in and uh, out of nowhere, really, and, and helping the team out. And he's had some games like that now where he's come in in a spot and delivered he's not the guaranteed 25 minute a game guy anymore it Mm -hmm. seems he's kind of more of a spot guy you know and he's gonna have to share that role with poppy and yeah tony bennett is doing a great job of figuring out okay if we need somebody who's an athletic you know a leaper a a bounder a shot changer he's gonna use Mm Caden. but if he needs the brute you know the jack salt type of a center he has Poppy Caffaro, who can come yeah. in and throw some elbows with some people. So we have that versatility, uh, you know, as far as those two guys. And then we also have small ball center forward by uh, Ben Vanderplas, who can stretch you, you know, who, who can step out beyond the three and, sh- you know, and, and shoot that ball to open up, you know, the opponent's defense. So there's a lot of versatility when you're talking about the five position for Virginia this year. Yeah, there is a lot of versatility, but you know, the thing with Ben is I feel like they've been going a lot more with Ben in terms of the small ball lineup, but if you're going to have that small ball lineup in, I'd like Ben to be a little bit more efficient uh, than shooting 30% from beyond the arc, right? Mm-hmm. He, like When one goes down for him, it feels great, and it kind of justifies having him out there for 30-something minutes a game, but the numbers are numbers, and... and he struggled at the free throw line this year. He struggled from behind the arc. He's only shooting 30% from, from deep. So uh, I'd like him to get one of those hot streaks going like he had. He's kind of had a couple pockets this year of, of really good shooting, but then he falls off, and then hopefully we get a uh, a peak soon, you know, where he can start knocking shots down consistently. Well, you know, it's very um, uncharacteristic of Tony's team to be – this uneasy, you know, to, to, to still, it's like they're still trying to find an identity this late in the year. We got four games left, BC, UNC, Clemson, and Louisville. You know, yeah. usually Tony is so good and mm. having his team playing, you know, this is one of the, one of the only times I can really, no matter what the record is of the team, whether it's a decent record, a great record, they're always playing their best ball at the end of the year and they're set in their ways. Now yeah. it's wide open, brother. I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, what are you seeing? 
you know, when you're watching the games, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm seeing missed free throws and some other, you know, miscues. You know, what are you seeing when you're watching the game as this team struggles? Well, the strength of our team certainly is our guard play with Reese Beekman and Kihei Clark. And Reese Beekman mentioned in his postgame last week that he's still not 100%. You know, he said it was 90 95%. So I love him to get to 100% and have that uh, playmaking ability and, and all that back. But definitely the strength of the team is in our guards and not just Kihei and Reese too. Isaac McNeely, I would love if he was shooting five or six threes a game instead of the, the two or three that, that he's been shooting. I, he is money. He, it's a beautiful shot, quick release. I'd love to see him kind of get – he probably has the green light, but he's just not shooting as much. But I'd love to see him getting five or six looks a game uh, from beyond the arc. Ryan Dunn obviously has been a huge lift for us defensively. Now, the only problem is with Ryan Dunn is besides the lob here and there or the fast break dunk, he's not giving you a lot on offense. He's almost a – it's almost a zero where – he can keep the swing going, you know, moving the ball, but he doesn't have the maybe the, the, the seasoned veteran attitude of going out there and making plays yet. Uh, but on defense, he is a stone-cold killer, and he's definitely going to be, once his offensive game develops, I think he's an NBA player. Um, and, you know, with the big guys, I think with, like, the Caden, Poppy, Ben portion, I think that's probably been the – place where we've fallen off a little bit and i think that's underachieved a little bit uh this season kind of where we started off at a certain place uh in the analytical world like number five in ken palm i think it's been a little bit of the 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 front court has been the problem there gotcha you said something about uh my man ryan dunn being uh an nba type talent uh but Mm -hmm. let me tell you let me tell you about one of these uh nba uh partnerships we have This is the midway point of the NBA season. It is here. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if you do not win. Just download the FanDuel sports book app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then... You can bet on everything from money line to point scores and threes drained. Uh, have you done any uh, sports betting, Casey, at all? Have you have you tried? Oh, yeah. any, okay, have you have you uh, um, tried the FanDuel? Big yet? time. Okay. I, I have FanDuel, and okay. uh, I've been on a hot streak lately. So, gotta keep Beautiful. that going tonight. Beautiful. Appreciate that. You know, they also have player props, points, rebounds, assists, etc., and they also have exclusive bets like two for three. Two three-pointers scored in the first three minutes. Who will it be? Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up on up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com forward slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com forward slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Thank you again for for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. Everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus hear from 
big names, experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Locked on Virginia, locked on college basketball, available on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. So my man Casey, man, so we're, you know, trying to dissect what's been going on with this Virginia team, why they're struggling. Um, and, I, and I can jump right off, you know, and let you know that free throw shooting, which is something, you know, what do they call it? This is wicked. You know, we've never, I've never seen a Tony Bennett team shoot free throws, you know, in the clutch this bad. Usually, you know, the guys are calm, collected, you know, they close out games. We're not closing out games with free throws lately. No, I mean, that game there against Notre Dame, the, the one that's fresh in our minds, if Jaden hits the front end of the one-and-one, one, we're not even in the position that we are down at the end. You know, if he, he makes his free throws late, and it's hard to, you know, put everything on, on a single shot. But, listen, free throws matter, right? And we've mm-hmm. seen it so many times this year. Mm-hmm. So many times. Uh, he, you know, he, it was 57, 54 and Jaden gets fouled, but like 10 seconds left, he mm-hmm. goes to the free throw line, misses the front end of the one and one. And now, you know, we have the, the, uh, the chance that a win for Notre Dame, it's uncharacteristic, but I'm hoping that some of these things start turning our way. <laughs> right. Because that's right. A guy like Ben who's shooting 57% from the line. He shot 72% from the line last year. He shot 77% the year before that. So you know it's there. It's just something, you know, these things go, come and go. It's kind of like having the, the yips or something right there. It's like yeah. these things come and go. And, and Jaden, uh, he shot, he's shooting 65% this year, but last year he was almost at 80%. So these guys can do it. That's why I'm kind of hoping that it turns at some point, maybe right in time for postseason play. That would be ideal. Uh, but yeah, definitely a strange, strange thing that's come out of the season, but it's been a problem all year. Kihei missed five free throws in one game and that's like unheard of. Yeah, really unheard of. I mean, and they're missing free throws at critical points of the game, you know, sure. you know, and at the end of the, you know, the end of the game, they're trying to close out, you know, they're, they're on the one in one, you know, trying to get up two possessions, three possessions clang you know they're clang i mean they're they're just not concentrating i'm thinking it's a a concentration thing it's a focus thing it's a yeah you know uh, maybe a calm energy thing they're they're not you know they're not rested you know you know um uh, maybe not rest is not the good word but they're not calm you know they're not calm when they go in because they're off i mean they're they're and it's you know and it's moved through the team like a plague you know, I mean, they were nine of twenty-two against Duke. Nine of twenty-two. That is yeah. like unheard of. <laughs> unheard of. That's it's and like you said, Armand was two of five. Ben was five of eleven. Isaac missed his free throw. Kihei missed two. And so yeah, it kind of spreads like wildfire in baseball. They say hitting is contagious. Well, it really is. Free, <laughs> missing missing free throws are is contagious too. So. Right, the ship there, and and in addition to free throws against Notre Dame, the game we just squeaked out by two points, we missed about ten chippies, like bunnies. Right I, I call I call them bunnies. Yeah. We're blowing bunnies yeah. left and right, man. <laughs> I mean, 
Isaac missed one. Jaden missed a couple. Kihei missed a couple. Reese missed a couple. Ben missed a couple. It was like, whoa, my lord, we're we're leaving points on the board here. And I think that's the easiest uh, thing to point to when you say, why did we beat Notre Dame by two? You know, they Notre Dame played good, but they didn't shoot the lights out or anything. We missed our 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 bunnies and we didn't hit our free throws and we didn't come up in the clutch and that stuff comes back to haunt you these guys are on scholarship they're acc teams they're good coaches it's gonna happen that's right i'm thinking if we could you know just find out you know where our break is in our concentration figure that out and i get it three-point shooting can be some tiny you know sometimes you're gonna be hot you know, it's streaky, you know, we know with an entire team. We were shooting 40%, you know, even with all of the hard times we're having shooting the three, we're still at 37%. So mm-hmm. even though three percentage points were down, that's a lot. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, uh-huh. that, that 37% is still good for top 40 in the nation. Mm-hmm. With with our free throw shooting, our 70 70- Point four percent is two hundred and twenty sixth. So yeah, you're right. It's like you know, definitely an issue. And we usually, you know, shoot you know close to the forties based well based off of this year, you know uh, how the team has been. And then free throw shooting, you know, we're way down. You know, at at a seventy two percent. Oh no, seventy percent. We're shooting seventy percent from uh, from free throw line. That's unacceptable for a University of Virginia program. Uh, you know, the, the saving grace, of course, is we're not turning the ball over. That is the saving right. grace. We're number six in turnover percentage, and we're number one turnover to assist ratio in the nation. That's the only saving grace. And they've they've done a great job. I got to give them credit also for driving to the bucket. Now, three years ago, anything after 2019 – they would have stayed outside and continue to chuck three-pointers and then just lost the game because they're just taking too many outside shots. This year, they're actually driving to the bucket. Now, whether or not you know they get fouled and when they do get fouled, they're making their free throws is another story. But they're at least trying to get in the paint, get closer shots when they realize that their shots are off. That is a sign of yeah. a winner. They've been passing well, too. Ben, uh, as a big guy, he may not be shooting the ball great, but he's a great passer. Yes. Uh, and he's a good decision maker. He's got a high basketball IQ. We've seen, K- seen Caden make some really great passes. We've seen Jaden make some really great passes. Armand has taken multiple parts of his games to the to the next level this year. So I totally agree. They're, I mean, as far as assists go, I think they're assists to field goal made. They're number two out of every Division One basketball team out there. So – they're they're swinging it. They're moving the ball, and they're finding guys in the right spot. It's just uh, we probably could have a little bit more if we were making some of these easy buckets later. Yeah, a lot of these games wouldn't be as close as they are. I mean, right now they're averaging sixty nine points, and they're giving up sixty points. So they're almost at a ten point uh, differential. You know, you know when you know uh, per game. Imagine if they were making free throws. Yeah. If, well, if they were not blowing bunnies. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's get those out of the way now, though, right, Law? Let's That's get those right. missed free throws and, right. uh, and and bunnies out of the way now. So when we are in the tournament and when it really really matters, we can you know make all of them because the basketball right, gods will basketball Did, gods will even everything out. That's right. Are you uh, going to Greensboro 
Uh, you know, we usually try to. I haven't made any plans for it yet, but um, I mean, I, I got see. my uh, I got my media request to go to uh, Greensboro in. to cover the green. Well, I don't know if I can make it. I may need uh, you know, if you want to, if you're interested in that, let's talk offline. You know, okay, for um, sure. you know, if you want me to put your name in for us and you want to cover some uh, basketball uh, in the press box as well. But uh, but yeah, uh, it's 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 definitely. Uh, an interesting uh, end of the year for this basketball program, and I'm excited to see what you know what Tony comes up with next. Is all you know. Usually, a Virginia team is so consistent, you kind of know what you're going to get: tough defense, free throw shooting, uh, heady play, ball movement. But now it's like, are we going to hit threes? Are we going to hit free throws? Um, is the defense going to be shut down? Is yeah. is Reese going to be okay? Is Armand Franklin going to consistently shoot his three? You know, it's, it's you know it's it's a different world right now when we're talking uh, UVA basketball. Usually, the model of consistency is no more, but they're winning. You know, so we'll, we'll yeah. take the winning. <laughs> we got a lot of ways to win and a lot of ways to lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's right. That's right, man. That's right. But uh, but but uh, so so the game is at seven. Make sure you guys get to. Uh, I think it may, it may be on the ACC network. Make sure you get. Nope, it's it's local today, so it'll be on Masson probably. Uh, I know it's Masson. not on. It's on your local regional sports network. So, I mean, oh, I'm that is Masson for us here in Hampton yeah, Roads. Masson for me too. So, if you're a local, a local Virginian, it'll mm-hmm. be on uh, Masson. Otherwise, you could jump onto your ESPN app and fire it up that way. Yeah, make sure you guys get your beverage of choice. Get settled, get your popcorn, get your wings, you're ready to go, because uh, the show's coming on. Speaking of the show, we'll talk about the football show really quick. Uh, are you uh, ready for spring football? Oh, yeah, I'm ready to roll. I saw I was out eating last night, and I saw Lee Dudley, the long snapper. So okay. that, that made me okay. think of football yesterday and ready to see ready to see who our quarterback is. It's either Wolfolk or Musket, right? Man, we got some talking to do, brother. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure. Well, we'll get to that another day. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, but yeah, let's go and get to our last segment, which is Casey at the plate. His baseball. Oh, before that, report. let's yeah. let's do our. Do you want to do our uh, projections? Or do you want to do those at the end? You know what? We'll do our predictions. Let me go ahead and get this uh, uh, ad out here. Thanks again for making Locked On Virginia your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On college basketball everything you need to know about college basketball in one place plus hear from big name experts insiders coaches and players locked on college basketball available on youtube and wherever you get your podcast so let's go ahead brother let's jump into the uh predictions uh hmm. what you got what you got all right UVA so virginia's BC gonna at bc what's the line i don't have the line uh, shame on uh, you. virginia by nine Virginia Whoa. by nine. Whoa. And look, brother, I got I, – I'll tell you, I was 69. I don't know if you can see that. 69 okay. to 60. That's what look I had. That. That's what my, that's what my uh, prediction was. All right. So I'm going to go a little bit lower because I think that they're going to really clamp down on, on Boston College and try and make a point. Try and make a point that – you know, like in the NC State game, I feel like they made a point defensively. So I feel mm-hmm. like they're going to try and do that again here. So let me go 58-48, Virginia. 58-48. Okay. All right. 
So the defense is back, you know. Yeah. So I, I like that. I like that, man. So uh, so we got it. Make sure you get there and uh, get settled. We got less than an hour before they tip off. My man Casey. Yep. Casey yes, at sir. the plate. This is Casey's segment. That's my baseball mm. guy. What's up, brother? You know, uh, you had a, a game the other day. You covered the Longwood, or yesterday, the Longwood thrashing uh, of the team. Now, I mean, was it just bad pitch? Well, I guess it's a combination well, when you're giving up. You know, or was Virginia, well, they they just that good at the plate? Virginia's that good, right? And mm-hmm. it was just a talent thing. Like, Longwood and Virginia just aren't even on the same level this year. Last year, it was an 8-3 to three or 8-5 to five game, so it wasn't like any anything crazy. But Longwood this year, yesterday what I saw, that was one of the worst performances in Division One baseball I've ever seen. Uh, just a matter of, like, it didn't even uh, – they weren't hustling, it seemed like. You know, there was a lot of balls in the outfield that they didn't get to. The, the wind was blowing, so they missed a lot of pop flies. Uh, Longwood, if you saw the highlights on you know, UVA Baseball's Twitter – Mm-hmm. Jake Geloff hit a hit a pretty routine ball to center field, and the center fielder was tracking it to the left, and it just bounced off his glove and went over the fence for a home run. So, you know, nothing went right for Longwood. They didn't play great. They they haven't won yet this year. They were totally outclassed. But Virginia, oh my, this team, and keep in mind they haven't played anyone yet, but right, they they put up twenty four runs against Navy. They put up 26 runs yesterday. That's 50 runs in two games, uh, yeah. and then they they put up a combined 15 in their in their other two games. Their offensive numbers right now are just off the <laughs> charts. That, that's what happens when you score that many runs. Right. Uh, so it would they look like adult softball numbers, men's league softball numbers. Are so <laughs> no, high. That, that's a good analogy. <laughs> They're just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like double, double everyone's hitting 600. <laughs> yeah, everyone's hitting 600. Everyone's, you know, got tons of RBIs and doubles. But uh, the one thing that, that stuck out was, you know, we talked earlier about how the pitching staff wasn't exactly proven. We, a lot of the guys who are going to be starting this year weren't on the team last year. Mm-hmm. And what we've seen through four games, at least, is the pitching staff is is up to up to snuff. Connolly early yesterday started against Longwood. Really nice stuff. He was throwing low 90s, uh, great changeup. Struck out seven batters, and uh, mm. they got a, they got the he got the win. Nick Parker, who was a, a transfer from Coastal Carolina, he struck out ten in uh, a game mm. earlier this year. So, so all the all the transfers who have come in. Three of them have already gotten starts, and they have uh, performed well. And and one of the freshmen, first years, got a start, and he didn't allow any runs. So pitching staff is looking good. Is uh, I mean, I was projecting Jay to be the closer. Does that still seem like it's going to be the case, or they're still going to um, make him a middle reliever? I would say he's uh, he's going to be the guy. I think it all it's all lining up for for that to be the situation. Okay. So yeah, that, and, that's and what t- I was thinking. You know, when when coach talked earlier in the year, you know, he said that last year he wasn't a full-time kind of football player. He it was kind of like half and half, but mm-hmm. it seemed like when he talked about him this year, he said he's going to be more involved in the football program than he was last year. I guess that's what ta- that's what happens when you're 
projected to be in the running for the for the QB one spot. So mm-hmm. that's the only thing that has me questioning, like if he's going to be the closer, because right. that's kind of like a bigger role. But I know he's going to get a lot of innings, and I know he's going to perform when he gets those innings. Looking forward to that, man. You know, him and uh, Coach Elliott and Coach O'Connor said they're working out a schedule. So that I ain't guess that so they don't. Isn't that cool? Usually, yeah. coaches, um, you know, when you're talking D1 programs, they don't share their athletes. You know, they they, know, they, right? they, they, they really uh, uh, fight each other. You know, you know, over their their athletes, and they're saying, you know, he he's under scholarship for me, and that's it. You know, I, you know, I'm not, you know, letting him go to your workout programs. But thank goodness these guys are willing to work together, and uh, hopefully, the uh, both programs can benefit. Yeah, absolutely. They uh, Virginia has a three-game series this weekend against Columbia. So they play at 3 o'clock on Friday, and then I believe 1 o'clock each day over the weekend. So if you guys want to see the team, definitely get out there and and check them out. And you know one thing that's interesting now that we're talking about the football and the baseball combination? Mm-hmm. Uh, the football team actually got a baseball player now too because Addie Burrow – was a UVA baseball player for the last few years. And now he made the switch to the football program. So he's, he didn't play or anything last year, but he's on the roster now as a safety uh, on the football team. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. And then yep. you think about the young man who came over uh, was a lacrosse player from Stanford. Yeah, he, was, he was a captain middle linebacker or linebacker comes over. And he's, he's one of the, you know, was one of the top lacrosse kids coming out of high school. Now he's, Justin, another five. I mean, he was rated a five star. He's the number one player coming out, uh, you know, in his region. So, uh, for him to come back to lacrosse and then make it over here to UVA is amazing. So then, and that's another thing, you know. And and we'll do some uh, lacrosse updating as well. I'm very interested in lacrosse. You know, we have another team that is, you know, has another opportunity to get to the uh, championship game. But uh, I know the guy. I think I know they have a Maryland. A game lurking somewhere soon and we'll have to get up with that and uh do a little reporting but anything else you got Definitely. to say brother before we get out of here no man go who's law thanks for having me on as always hopefully uh we get this get this win oh, but remember a win's a win that's what everyone's trying to do winning is hard so if they win by a couple points don't don't trash them on twitter <laughs> <It's crazy> <laughs> <to> <laughs> say, hey y'all just what, what did Aaron Rodgers say just chill be cool just chill. you're not even just yeah. chill well all right viewers and listeners we got to thank you guys for tuning in this has been locked on virginia thank you for making locked on virginia your first listen today and make sure you check us out tomorrow um uh i will be doing um a pregame uh and a postgame casey you want to do something for north carolina let me know because that's always a big game that's going to be in that's Chapel a huge Hill. game yeah huge game uh, for us, and it'll be an opportunity to, uh, to 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 speak about the team and kind of see where they are, uh, you know, with a big game because UNC needs a quad one win in the worst way. So uh, yeah. let's let's see how our team plays tonight. Uh, love you guys. This has been the Love Podcast, Locked On Virginia. We'll see you guys. Wahoo! Wah.